Welcome to episode 21 of the Unstoppable Podcast with me, Dan J. Gregory. My name is Dan J. Gregory, and I am committed to hunting down the secrets of business mastery and human performance. My goal for the Unstoppable Podcast is to share insights from some of the most successful entrepreneurs, inspiring thought leaders, world-class athletes, and prominent celebrities to help you to become unstoppable in business and life. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new interview with an inspiring person and sharing my own results as I pursue the answers to the question, how can I create the ultimate edge in my business, make a significant impact, and live an extraordinary life? Welcome to episode 21 of the Unstoppable Podcast. I've just spent five days off-grid supporting Tony Robbins with his Unleashed the Power Within seminar in London. As you can tell by my voice, a little bit hoarse today. I've put in some amazing amount of hours over these past five days. Walked probably close to 150 to 200,000 steps over the course of five days. So I'm a little bit tired. We started the days at seven in the morning, finished at two in the morning. It was long days, hard work, but incredibly rewarding. So I'll be sharing my key distinctions from the event and what I learned from working with the Tony Robbins organization as part of this podcast. But before we go on, I'm just going to kick us off with the quote of the week, which is today I will do what others will not do so that tomorrow I can do what others cannot do. This has always been a hugely inspiring quote for me. And it's really about creating the life that you want to live and be willing to put in the work now that others aren't willing to do so that you can live that extraordinary lifestyle that you want to create. Next up is the debrief section where I share my key takeaways from last week's interview and last week's interview was with Craig Ballantyne, who is the current host of Early to Rise. He's also a strength and conditioning coach from Canada, really high level entrepreneur who's developed a great network of people throughout the course of his career. And that brings us really on to point one straight away is build a powerful network. Who you know really matters in business. You know, what you do counts, of course, but who you know really can accelerate the progress that you make in business. Craig has spent time masterminding with some of the top entrepreneurs of our generation, like Tim Ferriss, Yannick Silva, and it's really helped him in his career and specifically He was introduced to Mark Ford, who was previously in charge of the Early to Rise publication. And without that network, Craig would never have achieved his dreams of taking on that business. So building a powerful network is incredibly useful in driving your business forward. And it's important to get around the right people who can help you with your business goals. Find great people who understand your dreams and tell them what you're trying to achieve. You never know who they may be able to introduce you to or what resources they may be able to provide to support you in your goals. Do watch out for negative people, though. There are always going to be those neg ferrets out there who try and bring you down. So try to surround yourself with really like-minded people who are on the same path as you or those who can help you in your journey. The second piece is about being proactive and getting right to your number one priority first thing in the day and spending 15 minutes every single morning focusing on your number one most important priority or problem to really get a handle on what needs to happen to make that area move forward. The second thing is scripting your day and planning your full day from start to finish the night before so that when you step up in the morning, you're ready to rock and roll and get straight into that day. You know exactly what's coming up, you know what's happening and when. And the final piece is having a distinct end time for your activity so you can feel that sense of progress and have the evening available to enjoy time with your family or friends or doing the things that you love the most. 
Finally, number three is to find a mentor. Find someone who can help you get what you want, a coach or even if it's a book to start with or a course or a seminar. Find a way of getting around people who can help you achieve your goals. Not only building the network, but actually working directly, if you can, with personal coaches who can help you achieve your most important goals and shortcut some of those challenges and frustrations that you're inevitably going to face on your entrepreneurial journey by working with someone who's already overcome those challenges. This brings us into the next section of the Unstoppable podcast, the Unstoppable Insights. And today's section is going to be dedicated to sharing the insights of my five days with the Tony Robbins organization. So for those who don't know Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins is a world-renowned author, speaker, and entrepreneur who is known as the world's number one peak performance strategist, called upon by companies and individuals to transform their performance. And he runs the Unleash the Power Within seminar multiple times per year all across the globe. It really is the number one personal development seminar you'll ever attend, um, and it's highly transformational. I first attended in 2012, and as a result of going to that seminar, I left my corporate job behind, I changed my health, I changed my relationships, and radically shifted the quality of my life as a result of my time at that seminar, the decisions that I made using some of the tools and strategies that I learned at that seminar. But this time around, for the fifth time, actually, I was back supporting the event as a crew member and working directly alongside Tony's team. And uh, there was a number of distinctions that I made across the five days of working with Tony that I'm going to share with you today. And firstly, I spent the first couple of days working with the fire team, the fire crew. To give you some context, the fire team put on the firewalk experience. What does that mean? Well, on the first day of the event, the first day of the event is focused upon overcoming your fears and it culminates in the firewalk experience, which is really a metaphor for overcoming your fears in that often we think that the things that we're afraid of are challenging or difficult, for example, walking on 2000 degree hot coals, but actually the firewalk is there to show that it is possible to do these things and it's a lot easier than we think. But I spent two days putting on the show here in terms of building the firewalks for the participants to walk upon. I can tell you now that the co- that the, they are real coals. They are 2,000-degree hot coals. They do simmer down to around 100 to 200 degrees by the time they make it to the fire lanes, which the participants walk upon. But there was a few lessons that I gathered from working with the fire team that I'll share with you today. The first thing is to find fun in the mandatory and the mundane. One of the tasks that we had to complete before the firewalk went ahead was that we had to sweep the entire length of the car park where the fire lanes were going to be hosted and the entire walkway from the event venue to that car park. And that's a considerable piece of land. The reason they do that is because the participants are leaving the room barefoot, ready to walk on the hot coals. So we want to make sure their experience is a smooth one and they're not going to step on any hard stones or bits of glass or trash. So all this sweeping takes place for hours. But working with the fire team, somehow they make this activity of sweeping fun. You know, they're singing all day long, there's high energy, groups of people coming together from all different countries across Europe and further afield to sweep this parking lot to make it ready for when the fire lanes are laid down. It does something that amazed me of how you can find fun in that mandatory mundane activity. Because there's tons of things that we do in our business that perhaps are the things that we must do when we can't outsource, but they're a little bit mundane. So look for ways that you can find fun in doing the mundane. The second is a phrase I learned from the fire captain, which is slow is smooth and smooth is fast. This 
in particular is in relation to the handling of the hot coals. So when we create this gigantic fire, which we produce the coals from, we have to then shovel the hot coals, the 2000 degree coals into the wheelbarrows to take down to the lanes. This is when they're at the peak temperature, they're incredibly hot. You know, we're fully garbed up in all these fire protective gear to make sure we can pick up this hot coals. But you can imagine if you're using shovels to take out hot coals from this giant fire, certain amount of care is required. So the entire day is done at an intensity during blocks of time where firewalk is imminent and we need to get things done fast, but we need to do it safely. So this phrase of slow is smooth and smooth is fast is highly pertinent. So as we spade out these coals, we have to do it very, very slowly and gently fill the barrows. It takes time, but it's safer. And of course, we're not creating a mess of hot coals all over the car park, which is again, causing a hazard for other participants in the event crew. And it's just a really a lesson I took away because often we're in such a hurry. I find myself in a hurry when to, to get things done. But sometimes doing things slowly is more effective. And sometimes that smooth and slow is fast. And that was a lesson that really stuck with me. And, you know, when you're doing those important things, it's best not to rush. If you're looking to create something of high quality, then take your time. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. The next thing really is about the firewalk itself. And... It's not really about the firewalk. The whole thing is about taking the first step to overcome your fears. So you can imagine I've described the process of creating the hot coals. We then take those over to the fire lanes where there's individual lanes of grass where we lay out the hot coals for the participants to work, walk upon. And this is real. This is hot coals at 200 degrees at the point of 100 to 200 degrees at the point of walking on these things. They're glowing hot on the lanes. And we have 7,000 people at these events ready queuing up to, to come and walk across these hot coals. I remember my first fire walk when I did the experience myself back in 2012. You spend the whole day in the event getting ready for this situation, talking about how to manage your state and get in the peak state of mind to challenge your fears. Because the way we hold ourselves on a daily basis and the way we think and the way we create energy in our bodies is how we can better tackle our fears. So the whole day is spent getting in that unstoppable state, ready to go out and take on your biggest challenges. Because you can imagine if you're feeling tired or you're feeling fearful Taking on major challenges is something that will not be done effectively when you're in that state. So the whole day in the seminar room is about getting into that unstoppable state, ready to walk on the fire. So when they come out, all the participants are in the zone. They're fired up. They're ready to go. But what happens? They step up on the fire lane. And some people, you know, they take that power and they zoom across the lane. You know, they make their move and they get in there and they storm across those hot coals and they go to the other side and celebrate. I remember when I did this myself, I you know, really got in the zone, really got in that peak state of mind and just stormed across the coals myself. And, you know, I had some fears, of course, especially as I looked down and saw these glowing red coals. Um, it's natural for your body to go, hang on a minute, this, this is not a good idea. Um, but needless to say, I did it. And I remember walking across it and it actually felt like the coals were like soft grass, you know, because they're, they're obviously broken down in small, small lumps of coal. And uh, as you walk across it barefoot, you're in such a state of mind, this feels soft. And some other people described it like walking on popcorn or breakfast cereal. But I can assure you these things are hot. But the key thing here is that what we often perceive to be difficult, when we look back, is actually simple. You know, when I walked across those hot coals and it felt soft and all the fears that had initially gone through my head just disappeared afterwards because I realized how simple it was. And it all comes down to the state of mind we're in. You know, if we're feeling strong, we're feeling powerful, we're feeling confident, and we use that state to tackle our biggest problems, then often when we do look back, it's much easier than we ever imagined. But then there was this one lady on this particular firewalk, 
right at the end of the evening. Tony Robbins had already left and most of the participants, most of the 7,000 participants had already walked across the fire. And there's this lady stood there and to be quite honest, the coals had pretty much gone out. You know, there was this gray mass of coals and no doubt they still contain heat, but they were not quite as hot as that glowing red, fierce hot coals that we started with. And she was there for 20 minutes, freaking out, staying in her zone of fear, really freaking about the possibility of walking on these hot coals, even though she could probably see that they had gone gray and that it turned to ash almost. But it's interesting because it's all a state of mind. And it comes back to that state when you take on your biggest challenges. And I can guarantee that that person, when she's taking on problems in her life, that's her natural pattern. It's reacting in a way of panic and stress and fear. Whereas when she finally, when she was coached into that strong, unstoppable state, she marched across those coals and she celebrated like nobody had ever seen before. Because that'd be a major breakthrough for her. You can imagine when she goes back to her life and she changes the way she tackles her problems and her challenges and uses that powerful state, that's when the power comes. And that's what the whole firewalk experience is all about. It's not about walking on hot coals. It's about taking that first step. You know, it could be 2,000 degrees or there could be 10 degrees. The metaphor is, when we think about our problems, what state of mind are we in? And it's all about taking that first step and confronting our problems, our challenges, our fears in that positive, powerful, confident state of mind. And I talked about this in episode five, actually, the unstoppable state episode. So you can go back and listen to that. It will teach you how to get into the unstoppable state that we get people into at the Unleash the Power of an event. So the first two days I spent typically outdoors and then debriefing and putting the stuff away from the firewalk experience. The rest of the event takes place indoors. And I did have the privilege of spending a little time in the room with Tony as he was conducting the seminar. Most of the time I was working with the team to ensure the event was running smoothly. But there was, they always say that you'll be in the room at the exact right time to hear the exact right things that are relevant to you. And there was three things that I took from being in the room on a, a number of different occasions. And the first one is to think bigger. And that the only limitations we have are those we put upon ourselves. And this didn't come from something that Tony actually said. It just came from my observations of watching Tony and how he had, you know, 7,000 people in the room and the impact that he was creating on people's lives that weekend. It made me realize that we all have the opportunity to do something special. We all have the opportunity to contribute at a higher level. And that it's only us that limit ourselves. So what I took away was that in order to contribute at that level, firstly, I have to think bigger. But secondly, I have to find my cause. I have to find something that fires me up so much that I'll be willing to get up first thing in the morning, go after it without any hesitation. Each of the guests I've had on this podcast so far, you know, we've talked about fear, but they've all got that driving force that takes them beyond fear. And it's having that cause. You know, Tony's got an incredible mission. His mission is allegedly changed over the last 12 months his new mission has now shifted to help people end suffering around the world and that's a huge mission so finding your cause find the thing that makes you excited you've talked a bit about having a vision and the vision has really been about so far what we've discussed in the podcast the vision finding the vision is about creating the ideal lifestyle for you and the things that you want to create in your lifetime but really the next step from that is your mission and separating your personal vision for your life to creating your business mission what is it specifically you're trying to achieve with your business what is the mission that you are upon what is the cause that you are fighting for every single day with your business that was number one and that was just through observation 
The second point is actually closely linked to the first. And this is something that Tony was talking about. Tony was talking about his peer group. I know we've spoken a little bit about peer group so far. Speaking about some other people like Richard Branson, who's in his network and some people he's interviewed recently for his new book, The New Money Masters. But Tony was speaking about Richard Branson, who's a multi-billionaire. He's got 400 companies. He's published seven books. He's got two kids and a happy wife. And the context was that he was speaking to an individual in the crowd who's struggling to manage their business and their personal relationships. And he used Richard Branson as a great example. You know, this young lady had uh, a business for herself and she was struggling to spend time with her partner. And he gave the example of Richard Branson and creating the leverage he has through his 400 companies. And if, if, if Richard Branson has the ability to create this uh, amazing lifestyle with his family whilst running 400 companies and writing all these books and traveling around the world with his business, then surely she can too. And what it boiled down to was our belief systems. And Tony was saying that if you believe that Richard Branson is, is more special than you are, then that's just a simple belief system that you've created in your mind and that you've limited yourself based upon your beliefs if you believe that you can't do the same thing. We all, we're all born with the same opportunity. We all have the opportunity to do something like Richard Branson has done. So I took that on board and I was listening as he was talking about beliefs and how this young lady had set up a belief system about herself which made it impossible for her to achieve her business goals and spend time with her family. And it really came down to a belief system that she had adopted because... We do everything in our power to live up to what we believe. So it's so important to set beliefs that empower us and enable us to, to achieve things at a higher level and spend time with our families. That's, that's one thing. But on the other hand, when you're looking at someone like Richard Branson, if you put him in a separate box thinking that he's someone special and you limit yourself from achieving something like he has, then that becomes your belief that you're incapable of achieving something like that. And I think that's a dangerous place to come from. And if you want to achieve things at that level, going back to thinking big, then you need to adopt a set of beliefs that enable you to achieve that level of vision, that level of impact. And it's there for all of us to take. So think about that. It certainly struck me and I'm going to revisit my belief systems and create a list of new empowering beliefs that support me in achieving my big aims that I have. The final point was around energy and putting energy at your core, at your foundation. Firstly, having more energy allows you to get things done in business at a higher level. It enables you to show up with more energy and power in your relationships. It enables you to live a fuller life. But also, people with energy are magnetic. People respond to people with energy. People are attracted to people with energy. And whilst I've always done reasonably well when it comes to my energy, I've even created a 10-day program that is designed to maximize your energy it's something that has to be done consistently and it has to be a number one priority every single day to fulfill and maximize your energetic potential so that you can show up as the best person that possible every single day not only to get more done but also to be the best version of you so the final thing i took away there was that how powerful it is to have that level of energy it enables you to step into those high levels of passion and communicate with passion when you have that energy so that's just a selection of the insights that I've taken from working with Tony. It was a magnificent experience. It's incredible to see how the event unfolded. You know, over 300 people in the background to facilitate this uh, magnificent experience for the 7,000 participants. Your life-changing three-and-a-half-day event. Do go and check out Mr. Robbins in action. The final thing for me today is to inform you of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program, which is now in pre-launch. 
I'll be accepting six individuals at a time, six visionary entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business to the next level, who are looking to create a brand that creates impact, who are looking to ignite their movement and attract their tribe to their brand and charge higher prices and claim what they're worth. This is for people who are in the business of helping other people. This is for people who have a personal services-based business like coaching or consulting or personal training or speaking, whether you're an author, these types of businesses where you have a product or service that directly impacts other people's lives, the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program is for you. So come and have a conversation with me. I'm opening up 100 spots over the course of the next four weeks. So you can claim one of those spots at www.danjgregory.com forward slash apply. The link will be in the show notes. So go over there and check it out. Before we wrap up, this week's challenge is to take the first step. What have you been putting off due to fear? Identify what is holding you back and go out there this week and take the first step and make it happen. Really stop to think about this. What are you not doing in your business due to fear? What are you afraid of? It's time to confront that fear. Take the first step this week. Come and share your actions on the blog, unstoppablepodcast.com. Come and share in the show notes the actions that you're taking. Thank you very much for listening this week. It's been a real pleasure serving you. Sorry for the hoarse voice. I've been uh, having an immense amount of fun over the last five days at the UPW experience. Look forward to our next guest on Thursday. I will be revealing that over social media over the coming days. Look forward to seeing you then. Until next time, please continue sharing the podcast. Thank you for your support. And do come and join the Unstoppable Tribe on Facebook, which is at unstoppablepodcast.com forward slash tribe. You can come and connect with the free Facebook group Mastermind and share your goals and dreams and have you held accountable by like-minded people. Look forward to next time. Until then, unleash your greatness, ignite your movement, and build your empire. You are unstoppable.